I'm in a situation. I'm in a relationship. I want to learn a lot from this episode. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> All right. We're here. What up, y'all? This is Brittany. I'm Mandisa. And I'm Jamal. And we are your hosts of. And we're your hosts of. And we're the host of. Living Millennial. Living Millennial. Living Millennial. A podcast where you'll be hearing three different perspectives and emerging stories from three different millennials on everyday life and trending topics. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Living Millennial. It's your girl Mandisa. I'm Brittany. And this is Jamal. Hey, hey, and the team is back together in one place, Ooh. under one roof, <laughs> in beautiful, sunny San Diego. Although today, it wasn't that sunny, right. and it was, was kind of cold. You know the temperature's going to drop to 36? Tonight? Yeah. Why did I say Ugh. tonight as yeah. if that would happen during the yeah. daytime? Tonight! <laughs> it, could, it could be tomorrow morning, to be fair. I would be up <laughs> early morning. That sucks, though, because no wonder I'm not feeling... Like completely well because Saturday and Sunday was bomb.com. Close to it. Those were like beach days. Yeah. Girl. Middle of winter. Did anyone make it to the beach? No. I wish I did. No. I wish I did. I I knew better than that. Yeah. You get to the beach and you find that wind chill. Like, oh, it's 80 everywhere else except the beach. (laughs) Right. Right. That part. That part. The water coming from the waves. Like, ooh, too. Right. We are still black. We do not like to be cold at the beach. Ever. Mm. Ever. That part. I do love a good bonfire, but I will come with three sweaters on. Absolutely. And there's heat at a bonfire (laughs) to keep us warm. We ain't playing out here. Exactly. You know I'm not going near the fucking water. No, you got a few drinks and a little smoky smoke. You might do a little skinny dip. No, no. I'm not. I'm not, I'm in not, the not, pool, not in okay. the ocean. Let me clarify. I, <laughs> I might. Yes. So we yes. know we know what to bring next time for Jamal. Yes, yes, yes. Ow. See a little skinny, skinny dip it a dip dip dip. <laughs> I love y'all. Yes. Love you. Love you. Um. Let's jump right in with this game, though. So I love Ooh. playing games with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and so let's switch it up. I want to play truth or drink. As mm. I'm already drinking. Right. Before. Started <laughs> drinking. It's always fun because I just drink uh, for everything. Yeah. Awesome. Let's do it. And we have paper cups, y'all, so we can't do the clink, 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 clink like right. we did on our anniversary. But we can but say clink, clink, clink. We can say clink, 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 clink. Oh, yeah. Eyes, eyes, eyes. Cheers. Great sex. Great Yes. More sex. In the eyes, in the eyes. More great sex. 2020. Yes. Goals. I guess that was a cheers to the game. We weren't supposed to start drinking yet. <laughs> so tell us about this game we're about to play. <laughs> so it's truth or drink. So you have the option to answer the question truthfully, which only you will know. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or you can recuse yourself and take a little sip. And that's okay. And no one can ask you to, to, to even attempt to answer it once you've taken your drink. That's your choice. All right. So okay. We got five questions. And here we go. Mm. Question number one. Do you currently have a crush on anyone? <laughs> Brittany? Both of y'all look at me. What the fuck <laughs> is that? I guess you're going to tell us the truth or drink I guess, first. Because y'all, I'm sure y'all already know um, that the answer is always yes. I'm always crushing on somebody. Will they ever know it? No. Mm. <laughs> but I'll have a crush. <laughs> That's yeah. a that's a fact. I always have a little crush. Yes, 
Yeah. Oh, I guess for myself, I get. Con- this is so silly. Don't laugh at me, universe. <laughs> oh. I've been single. I feel like maybe have we been single like the same amount of time? I've been single for like seven years. I've been single for twenty nine years. Twenty nine years. Amen. Praise God. Won't, <laughs> won't he or she or the entity of God mm. do it? Mm. Um. I, okay. So I was gonna say no at first because I think uh, I don't give anybody that much. Uh, to fall into like a true crush like when I think about mm. crushes I think about when I was in middle school and like oh I can't stop thinking about that person yeah. I don't got near one motherfucker who I can't stop thinking about you ain't I can stop thinking about I can stop thinking about anybody but I guess if I if I go deeper into what the question is I guess I do have a crush mm. I guess I do have a crush and I might have a few crushes right now mm. Ooh, not right. one not right. um, I mean right. I'm single and I'm dating and so you know, we've talked about this before. I go I go in, I skip small talk, and I really start learning about the human. I do that with everybody that I meet, whether you're a stranger or not, because I mm-hmm. hate small talk. Mm-hmm. And so when people are vulnerable to mm. just share themselves, and I'm pretty transparent, I'm an open book when I meet people, mm-hmm. and that opens up people to also feel safe opening up because I'm not putting anything on for it. It's just two humans meeting each other. Yeah. And so I really fall for vulnerability. I love that. Uh, and so, yeah, I think I might have a few crushes as I'm dating right now. And we'll see what, what they turn into, if they turn into, like, you know, elevated crushes where I can't stop thinking about them. Yeah. But we'll see. Time will tell. Yay. What about you? Me? Listen, I'm going to take this sip. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have to come back to that off the mic. Okay, okay, yes. We will. Oh. We will. <laughs> I have so many questions, and you were so lucky we are recording right now. (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm sitting back and grinning. (laughs) All right, so let me ask the next question for the group. Okay, okay. What's your biggest pet peeve in a budding romantic relationship? Ooh. I have one. Yes, sir. Lack of initiative. Ooh, say it a little loud for the people in the back. Of initiative. Yeah. Lack of initiative. See, I'm a I'm a person, I like to take care of people and I will say, Hey, let's go on the hike. Hey, let's go eat here. Hey, let's go talk check out this um art show. Mm-hmm. However, I find a lot of times I'm the only one doing that and it's mm-hmm. not from lack of interest from other people. I think that I just sometimes attract people who mm-hmm. are used to people taking the lead. Oh, ah. and I'm someone I'm very sensitive as I'm dating of uh-huh. how much I take the lead because yeah. I do desire someone who's also willing to switch off on that. Damn, right? that can Jamal- be exhausting if you feel like yeah. you're constantly Girl. like yeah. managing and planning. You yeah. said all that like you are the male me. Seriously, yeah. that's how I feel. Yeah, because yeah, as like natural leaders, we mm-hmm. we eventually want to be led. Like especially I feel like in romantic relationships, mm-hmm. like. You teach me something because I feel like every damn day, all damn day, I'm teaching other people things. Mm -hmm. So I definitely, yes. Like, I want to be the little spoon sometimes. Yes. Right. (laughs) Male or female. Can somebody cuddle me? Right. (laughs) Like, pick me up, okay? It's like, can somebody else carry my groceries today? Thank you. I'm always carrying the weight. And and I'm definitely one of those black women or women who is willing to allow a man to do that. Like, my independence shouldn't be a hindrance to anyone else's. Wanting to show chivalry towards yeah. me. Does that make sense? Absolutely. It makes yeah. a lot of sense. And yeah, we're yeah, at the yeah. time I right recognize now that. where I find that a lot of men, uh, if we're talking about the heteronormative, a lot of men, and even in the LGBT community, like roles are real regardless of sexuality, mm-hmm. honestly, yeah. um, I find. 
And I find that today a lot of men are saying, oh, how do I talk to a lady or how do I pursue her or how do I do that? I was just in this conversation the other day and I said, motherfucker, <laughs> you just approach people like a human. <laughs> yeah. And if you're unsure, how about you ask the person you're unsure about, how yeah. would you, how do you typically like to be pursued? That yeah. part. You know, what I mean? and I think that can be that can be sexy. Mm-hmm. That can be sexy. Mm-hmm. Like when you really ask and you don't ask from a place like, oh, this is a weird time. But when you say, yeah. hey, I'm interested in you and I would love to have a coffee with you. Would that be okay with you? Like mm-hmm. actually approaching people as a human. Like yeah. men, it's yeah. not rocket science. You're yeah. so confused because now you're being challenged not to be a fucking pig <clears throat> and <Yeah>. treat <laughs> women like property and right. like pieces of meat. Right. And it's challenging for some men because you have been so trained to do that mm-hmm. that you have forgotten or you just never knew right. that approaching any human being like a human right. will get you way further than guessing what game to spit exactly. or what whack line to spit. Actually just uh-huh. being you uh-huh. and asking yeah. the question. Like if you're unsure, you can actually ask someone about Yeah whatever you want to to become sure yeah i'm so glad like pick up at least in my experience not that i'm you know out here (laughs) but i feel like pickup lines like people trying to use them has died thank god i know because they're always okay nine times out of ten they're whack or you've heard them before yeah it has to be comedy like if you're gonna use a pickup line you gotta laugh at yourself right after you say it yourself yeah (laughs) and now that's the pickup being able to laugh i was about to say that Mm -hmm. right like just say something corny to just to get the girl or the guy whoever to laugh right and i mean it can work if who knows but all I know is I want somebody to say something else other than "Hey, girl, hey, hey, come here." Yeah, yeah. Like, find Seriously? something else better to say, right? Because I, I that's not going to get a response to me. No, but I totally agree with what Jamal said about his like pet peeve. That's one of mine, but it's not the biggest. The biggest pet peeve of mine is the inability to communicate. That is the biggest fucking thing, especially people who who tend to be passive. And then passive aggressive. Yeah. That is such a turnoff to me. And you Scorpios out there better get over that <laughs> shit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and you know what? Communication looks different for everybody. Yes. Yeah. And it's so tricky figuring that out. And what's that? like I used to be a lot more passive and passive aggressive, like mm. in my previous relationship. And honestly, he was helpful in like helping me undo that because mm. that shit like it was not effective Should and I all it ever resulted in was just like a blow up argument and then like we come back to it and at the root of it was Disa <laughs> if you would just communicate better yeah like you fucking do at work yeah <laughs> then this would have been you know yeah. like a 15 minute conversation yeah. yeah instead of 40 and I've been that person that was like why didn't you just say that yeah, I've been that person, and it's just it is extremely frustrating, especially because I know where I am in a place of communicating. Yeah, and you know I'm not the person that can that will just say whatever it is I want to say. However, if there's an issue, I will or can bring it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes I'm I'm mindful of you know the timing of it as well. But like it's gonna get. It's going to get brought up and it's going to be addressed, yeah. but like, it has to get addressed. And so I don't feel just like these things tip-toe. can come up for me. Skipping the small talk and kind of going, not going deep intentionally, just asking questions because I'm intrigued by humanity. Mm-hmm. I actually set that standard very early on in relationships. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not even in a relationship. But I went on a date with this guy, 
last week Mm -hmm. and something that at the end because we had this heart opening thing Mm. something that he said which is my pet peeve he said that Mm. just so you know I have a hard time initiating dates and like places to go and things Mm. like that it's just not my thing and I said just so you know (laughs) it's a trigger for me when people don't but I said I appreciate your honesty and I I don't expect and I appreciate you saying that to me and I will initiate things knowing that. And I'm so glad you said it out loud. But also know at a certain point in time, like, you have to be able to step up. Yeah. If we're going to do this thing. Well, no, we went on one date and it was, like, super dope and cool. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. Yeah. But, like, it was so great because on the first date, because there was so much vulnerability and not yeah. this game of dating. Yeah. That we were able to, like, say things and set like standards yeah. in the beginning. And, I thought, and it taught me. I was like, oh, wow. I can actually say on the first date. I can actually ask, well, how do you typically communicate? Mm-hmm. Like, even talking about past relationships on his first date, and he, he was speaking about, you know, uh, some of his relationships and some of the problems in that. And then I asked him at the end, because usually when you talk to someone, it's always the other person, right? It's mm-hmm. just natural what we do. Mm-hmm. And then I asked him, I said, what do you think your part was in all these breakups? That, that part. Yeah. And it was a beautiful, it wasn't like a combative thing. It was yeah. actually a part of the conversation. Yeah. And it was beautiful. So I think that if we shift the way that we date, Mm-hmm. and like take the guessing game out and actually say what we mean and yeah. ask questions out of intrigue I think that's so much sexier it is than like waiting for someone to call like find right. out what it is <laughs> say hey I'm interested are you interested right and, and you'd be able to take that yes or no yeah, yeah. it's easy to take yeah. that yes or no earlier on yeah. than a week or two weeks or right. a month later of playing mm-hmm. this game of dating yeah right. what's your pet peeve Honestly, Ooh, mine is <laughs> I don't I don't like to be pressed too much. Like I, I have to <laughs> you think that'd be like, I'm I know. like yes. <laughs> I have to I have to chase you a bit and I have to want to chase you. Because mm-hmm. I know at the end of the day I don't need you. Hey. And so I have to Say want to chase you. I wanna want to be with you. I wanna be the one that's like so what you doing tonight? Like, oh. hey, can I come over? Blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, you want to desire your partner. Yeah, and for yeah. that, I need an, I need enough space for you to like have done your chasing. Yeah. We did our thing. We went out. Whatever. Now give me time to recoup, live my life, be in my bubble for a bit, and then I'm coming for you. Mm. And then if I don't, <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't, then you know it wasn't it wasn't meant to be. Then, but yeah. I need space in order to to want to want you. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Tell Me us too. Yeah. Tell us what your sign is again. I'm a Gemini, and I also recently Super found Gemini. out that uh, so that's my sun sign. But I'm a rising Libra. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, asked, oh. I forgot what my moon sign is, though. But Gemini Damn. I always do the uhs when those things happen. I'm like, yeah. what does that mean? No, <laughs> that makes out. So Libras are actually my super sign, and that makes that makes a lot of sense. Wait, your what My sister sign. So, oh, okay. That makes some sense. Um, here's why it makes sense to me right now, and this is no shade whatsoever, but Libras can be indecisive. Yes, because and because of that, yes, and because of that, y'all can't take a step back and be like, you just make a decision because what's going on in my head, like, I, I can't make a decision, so you just do it, and let's just get it over with, right? Yeah. So, I, that's why I was like, oh, like, that hits. But then also, Libras are, are so loving and, like, mm-hmm. and, like, sight. Si- 
almost like a silent power. And I get that from you like right away. And let me tell you, the other Libras in my life are So that makes fucking sense, Queen. I dated a Libra in middle school. Shout out to you. (laughs) She's married now with a kid. She's wonderful. Um, But I remember how wonderful you all remind me. Like what you're explaining actually is that young lady. We know who you are. (laughs) (laughs) Jamal in this voice tonight. Listen, and we Uh, sipping on this wine. uh, (laughs) He's like, uh. no, but I I relate to I relate to that as well for many many reasons. I realize that in relationships and even in dating, like uh, if you are all in my space, Mm -hmm. like I become unattracted. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and some people love that. Some people love to be chased. Some people love Uh to be told, you know, like you're beautiful all day, all the time. And Mm -hmm. I'm like. Let me tell you, I know my self worth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know I'm good. I know that already. Yeah, I'm good by myself. Right. I'm let, good by myself. Right. Mm-hmm. Let me let let's make an Oreo yeah. cookie together. Yeah. But like we mm-hmm. let me let's get there. I can so see <laughs> myself being married and not living with my partner. Oh yeah, that's what that's and what Whoopi was talking about. And I would be totally cool. Indy yeah. Ari had an interview recently, and she was saying that. I don't want anyone in my space all the time. Mm-hmm. And she yeah. said, I know that I'll, you know, for lack of a better term, I forget what she said exactly, but she said, I'll know when that shifts when I do want someone there and I don't mind them being in my space. I like someone that I can be with, but also still enjoy my solitude with you in yeah. the same room. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness, I, yes. Yeah. I knew you would rock with that. <laughs> <laughs> I think as independent people who millennials tend to be right now, mm-hmm. as indip- a number of us tend to be. Yes, a number um, of a us. A number of us, not all of us, but a number of us tend to be. I think as independent people, it's very attractive when the person that you are partnering with or, or partner, partnering with or can potentially partner with has their own independence, and then mm-hmm. you guys can come together and build something special. Right. I think that that's, at least that's what I see, and that's what I'm hearing from you all as well as being, you know, a, a benefit and as be, being intriguing. It's like, yeah. I'm here, I'm being independent, I'm holding you know, I'm holding this amount of self-worth and I know I can do all these things alone. You need to have that same mindset over there. But when we come together, you know, let's build and then let's, you know what I'm saying, let's have that power together. So yeah. Yeah. I'm with it. Yes. I'm with it. Numero tres, mamacita. Si. Si, si, si. What was the last thing that y'all searched or Googled on your phone? So I Googled <clears throat> While we were preparing for this, yes. a fashion line. Ooh, who? Uh, and this was the part where I, I didn't know if I could like speak on what it was because I was just I googled it because I was asked what I like to be a part of a shoot for it. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so uh, I don't know if I can say anything about it because I ended up doing it and there's an NDA or <laughs> something like that. I've said too much on this thing. And so it was a fashion line from like a, a, a fashion line from something. And someone just reached out and said, hey, would you like to be a part of this shoot for something? And cool. I was so glad that's what I last Googled because, you know, <laughs> you know, being a single sexual man sometimes. You know, <laughs> right. I know I know I answer that. I just be Googling things that pique my interest. Yeah, goodness. Y'all are hilarious. Yes. I'm growing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my phone. Man. Um, the last thing I Googled. Well, the last thing I Googled is not that, um, it's not that exciting because it was for a post on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to say mm. <laughs> one of the last thing I was Googling 
One of the last things I was Googling was uh, Spanish. Mm. <laughs> so I can translate <laughs> so I can translate to English. Because <laughs> I have uh, uh, someone that doesn't speak your language. Somebody that don't speak English and I don't speak Spanish, nor do I speak Y'all French. Different I desire that. And I so we I know I'm interested to see what happens, like how else how else we like oh okay, I could just drop my phone. <laughs> I'm interested to see how we find a different way to communicate. Yeah. Right. If mm. there are if there are even any feelings involved mm. because I feel like I have no feelings at all. But um mm. oh wow. Yeah. But um yes. Yes, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, if yeah, I'm interested to see like okay, how can how will we develop a, a different kind of language to communicate mm. whatever is felt, mm. you know? So yeah, I was googling whatever was written in Spanish to, so it could be translated to English. And let me tell you that Google Translate is the worst. <laughs> so oh. I just downloaded Microsoft Translate. That's what it wow, is. Microsoft, Microsoft Translate app. Was better than the Google. Nice. That's much better than Google. And, and you can Google's? speak into it and everything. Google is fucking it up. Just so y'all know, this was truth or drinking. We're just drinking while just sharing. That's a fact. It's truth and and drink. That's a fact. But again, we're grown. Facts. As hell. As hell. Um, The the last thing that I searched for was it juicy? (laughs) It it wasn't juicy. Micro penis. No, that was some years ago. Actually, I was reading an article about micro penis like two years ago. No judgment to those with it. Like, I love you that were, she can like, remember those. God two years gave ago. you something, and it's a uh, make it work. Make it work. You'll find make a way. It work. And that's power in your tongue. There's programs work. for you. Cause it'll, it'll, you know, it'll do what it do. I guess. Um, anyway, um, so the the last thing I looked up was because sometimes I play hangman backstage because. <laughs> It's a long show. And so sometimes I'll look up a word that I think I know how to spell, but I'm like, mm, let me make sure I got this right so that, you know, I ain't feeling nobody up. <laughs> right. Um, so, and that word isn't popping up on my phone, but it was something to, to do with playing hangman to make sure I spelled mm, it right. So. Okay. I like that. Super juicy. Okay. <laughs> What's this next question you have? Ooh! Brittany. Have you ever had a friend with benefits, Brittany? What? <laughs> um, have I ever had a friend with benefits? And you can uh, always not on purpose. Choose, oh, not on purpose. purpose. Not on purpose. Okay, that's yeah. an answer. That's not an answer. I have never had a friend with benefits. Now, here's the thing, because like it depends on your definition of what a friend with benefits and what are those benefits is, and what are those benefits? Mm-hmm. I honestly have never had a friend with benefits, but I'm looking for a squad of friends with Damn. benefits. Squad. <laughs> Not like a, not like a, not like, not like, you know. Not like rotation. Not like like, a, listen, not like a rotation. (laughs) Not like a rotation, but listen, I'm single and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a loving human being. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I find that I am, uh, like my, my friendships that I have that are platonic friendships, I don't have desire to have sex with any of my friends currently, Mm -hmm. um, because we built a friendship not from that mm-hmm. but as I meet new people and as I am single and finding out what I desire in a relationship because I've been single mm. for so long my biggest thing is having authentic connections with people yeah. and for me to find pleasure and to give my all in the bedroom mm-hmm. um, 
more times than not, I need mm-hmm. to feel connected because your mental is the most attractive thing for me. Mm-hmm. And so as I'm dating and finding out what I desire from a relationship, mm-hmm. I would love to have authentic connections with people that I could be physical with if we choose to be do so. Yeah. Um, and so when I say a squad, it's like I'm dating. And as I'm dating, if, if like we connect physically and mentally, and even if we're not the person for each other, yeah. I mean, we should be able to like, you know, get in bed and really and pleasure each other and, mm-hmm. you know, go towards ecstasy, even if it's mm-hmm. nothing else. And then afterwards, I was saying to the ladies earlier, it's like my one night stands are pretty great and invigorating because we will have pillow talk for an hour about politics, mm-hmm. race, you know, what's yeah. going on in the world, religion. And it's someone that, you know, I might not want to see again. Yeah. Or I might want to see again, but we may not just not see each other again. But like those moments can still be fulfilled if you're intentional with mm-hmm. everything that you do, even if it's just for a night. You can be very vulnerable with someone for a night mm-hmm. and really be authentically yourself. And I have had a lot of experience where I've seen people, their true selves and mm. intimacy in bed, even just for a night. Yeah. That's beautiful. And Jamal Honestly. is a Taurus, y'all. So mm. I'm sure all that he just said explains it all. <laughs> like the fact that that's, yeah, he's a Taurus. At some point. It makes sense. I have to figure out y'all's rising and moon. I need to find out what time I was born. In yeah. Order to, I got to find that you out. You do have to find out. What, so I... <laughs> Looking at my face. I am a Taurus rising. You're a Taurus rising. I gotta write this. Down. Taurus rising. Look at your <laughs> face. It makes sense. Like just the way that it we communicate sense. and the way that we get each other while still challenging Our each connection. other and having different perspectives. But even if we disagree, there's like a respect for what we see things differently on. It's never a thing of like, oh no no no, but you don't see like it, it no. makes sense. It makes sense. <laughs> yeah, Taurus rising. I appreciate you. I appreciate you, King. Wow. <laughs> this connection, Libra, sister sign, yeah. Taurus, like we're in there. Um, yes, and then um, I think my moon is in Leo. I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Man, yeah. <laughs> says really writing this down. This I, is so funny. I take notes. Um. <laughs> Yes, but actually, let me go back. Let me let me let me go back. Let me go back. Double check. Let me double check. I will say because no, I think my Mercury's in Aries. I like there's a lot to my chart that like Aries is running through and through and through my chart. Um. Well. Yeah. 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 Uh. Taurus and Leo. Yeah. 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 Um. Yes, my Mercury is in Aries too. Okay. That's yeah. So it's ain't no escaping that. I was my bug eyes jaw drop face was because <laughs> I just I recently had ordered my birth certificate to find out what time I was born because at my grandma's house I we have um, there's all the all the pictures of the grandkids and you know all the babies and uh, there's there's pictures of us our first hospital picture and mm. on the back of some of the the grandkids is the time that they're born. I've been trying to figure this out for at least like a month now because that was the one thing that was missing for me to be able to read my chart. And I'm oh. like, so I, I went out and I ordered from yeah. my home state a Did, new birth certificate. Have y'all ever heard of the stories where like the girls have been, like, what was that one girl's name? Like Ayala, not Ayala. I forgot what the one girl's name was. Fix my life. Yeah, but she. Well, I think I'm thinking about Ayala because she was actually on her show, and I remember following this story. This girl was in Florida, and her, um, and she <laughs> fill out that cup, and she was, um, she was um, abducted. 
when oh, she was yeah. born. Right. Remember, and her mom. There's a movie about that. There's that a movie about yeah. that now. Um, who picked it up? Lifetime, right? Lifetime picked it up because the Rhonda from uh, Empire was on there. Shot down, say no. Yeah. But anyway, so um, but yeah, but she and her they trying to lock her mom up and everything, and she is like fighting for her. Anyway, I said all that to say, girl, what would it be crazy if your time wasn't on it because you don't have the time because you got abducted? I can't even say it. No, you make it wounds. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> my bad, sis. My bad. I'm just look like nobody in my family. Oh, oh, oh dang! I mean, no. Like, <laughs> That's another episode. That's another episode. I'm light, like I'm way lighter than anybody else. You need uh, a therapist in here in order to open up this conversation. That's a fact. I'm sorry, Queen. Y'all should see her face right now. I can laugh about it because, like, I like feature wise. I see it in both my parents, but for like, you know what? In middle school, you know, because I'm I'm way lighter, and you know, some people can't see features because of skin tone, and they'd be like, "You're adopted." I'm like, I'm gonna beat your ass. Oh, yes. <laughs> Would you say that for real? I just one day, he pissed me off one day. We were at the rec center. This was middle school. <laughs> and he said, so he was like, nah, 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 you're adopted. And I fucking hemmed his ass up in the corner right Yes. Now. Look, y'all, she giving us a left hook while she's talking about it and shit. I yes, know. Yeah, and you know, yeah. and I have experienced somebody questioning. You remember the officer was like, "Are you? What, are, what are you? Are you black?" And you were like, "I'm black, 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 black." black, black. Remember that? that? The officer. Remember when you got pulled over? Try not to put your business out there. We are so we already good talked about at it. like being consistent with games, <laughs> right? Facts. But now, Mandisa, okay, have sorry. you ever had a friend with benefits? Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad somebody paid attention. <laughs> we know, just love each other, y'all. We're not in the room often with each other. Facts. So we have this so much to say about things. <laughs> we have all the stories. You'll be fine. No, all the I don't think I have because I'm along the same lines as you where for me to for me to get undressed and have sex with you, I have to have I say all that. I had that visual. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> she said undressed. I was like, <laughs> I'll get undressed. I like being I mean, naked. Okay, sorry. <laughs> that's my that, that's my benefit, right? It's like <laughs> friends with sex. <laughs> and <laughs> so you can see all that. And and I have to have a connection with you. Like I have to be mm-hmm. mentally stimulated by you mm. in order to to Get go in. anywhere with yeah. you. Mm. So I don't I don't think I have. There are some people <laughs> who there's. I've actually been thinking of this quite often recently. Mm-hmm. Who I'm just like. Why did I have sex with them? Like, <laughs> if I could go back and uncheck were, were that. Were there drinks involved? Yeah. yeah. There. <laughs> uncheck. I, I don't, not necessarily. Yeah. It was maybe about, like, being, like, liking the idea mm-hmm. of the person. Mm-hmm. Um, and still being comfortable with them enough to, like, mm-hmm. to lay down with them. But mm-hmm. I don't, I, I can't, I don't think I would even term those as. Friend, maybe one of them, because like we did have like good conversation, we hang out a little bit, um, but yeah, th- presently, like if I never spoke to that person again, mm-hmm. I'm fine with it. Mm, Which yeah, I don't can, like that's not yeah it mixes the friendship part of it. Yeah, so, yeah. Why do I have? I would say this, y'all. I would never, ever, ever touch another friend again. Again? Again? Really? Mm-hmm. See, I think it takes mature. Yeah. It takes maturity and it takes honesty and transparency. Even if someone is unwilling to do the same, as long as yeah. someone 
in that situation yeah. and able to be transparent and truthful and honest, yeah. I think you can survive and have a friendship after that. But if someone... I think you could. Yeah. I think you could. I think in my situations, it was always very random and spontaneous. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we're not friends now, it wasn't because of, you know, that, that those things have happened. It's just... Uh, I don't know. I'm just. I just don't have a desire to do that anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I like y'all know my friends. I have amazing friends. So there's been definitely times where like things have happened, and then like we can just get up and and go about our lives, and mm-hmm. you know, you go life. ahead and go back to your relationship. I'm just kidding. But <laughs> <laughs> you go on back there. But worry. Um. <clears throat> but um. But no. I just. I just feel like it's 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 happened often often enough that. You know, it doesn't need to happen anymore. That yeah. Makes sense. yeah, I feel that. Close that. Yeah. I feel that. And I, I think that's where I'm at um, a lot, and I'm trying to change that. I think that deep down inside, I do desire a partner that I'm consistent with, that I can be transparent with, not in a relationship. Because for mm-hmm. me right now, I just want to explore again to find what I want. Mm-hmm. And I have found that, you know, you define the relationship mm-hmm. you know and yeah so we'll get into that a little bit later though yeah uh, but this is the last question of the the game slash lack thereof of truth or drink because we've just been drinking <laughs> while sharing our truth how far would you travel or have you traveled to see the other person in the situation hell no nah. i have not traveled <laughs> i ain't going far i ain't going far what, listen what's not what's not far not two far. miles Okay, I live in I live in L- <laughs> I live in LA. I live in LA, and oh, so like yes. you have to account for traffic. Mm. So if you're more than an hour away, fuck you. Um, and so no, honestly, and so yeah. like with traffic, an hour. Without traffic, twenty five minutes. Twenty, not even a half. Not even. 30. He's like, that's all you get. Yeah. Uh, L A. Listen, you got an hour with traffic, or you got twenty five minutes without. Yeah. You know, but there's always traffic in L A. And so that's what I would say. I'm not traveling far. You're not going I'm a, a homebody. You and I'm are. so good with myself. Like what you're saying, I'm yeah. so good with myself that if we're not in a relationship, yeah. I am not traveling far across state lines and county lines to see you. I'm at home on my couch, which is comfortable. I love it. I got my candle burning. Yeah. Hell no. Nah. And you ain't coming over here either because then I got to stay up to wait for you to get here. I've been smoked already. I'm ready for bed or yeah. ready for whatever. Ready for bed. I got no, this I'm face not, mask on. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not traveling far. In order for me to travel far, that means we're actually in something that's more committed mm. but just for like a night nah what if, what if it's good nah i catch you next time you in the city mm. no seriously i catch you next time you're in the city I got like, you. i'm good with me and yeah. like listen and listen i have learned within <laughs> the past the last six months of 2019 i have masked not mastered because there's always more to explore mm. but like when i say i'm good with myself mm. i know how to have a long hour-long masturbation mm. euphoric ecstatic experience yes, with I myself so yes. because i changed it remember like we were talking that. about earlier before we started the podcast y'all i was it. talking about how like a lot of men are like the way we enter masturbation is like get it done real quick before anybody catches you yeah mm-hmm. i have learned and i'm learning in the process of learning to release shame mm. and so i have made the decision that if i'm pleasuring myself yeah that like 
it's okay for me to like take time with yeah. myself and to enjoy Absolutely. me. Go and so, ahead, grown man. No, if it's a far travel to come see you I'm and we're not in a situation already, yeah. no. Mm-hmm. No, because oftentimes it's one person doing that. Like it's not going both ways. Usually it's somebody. Oh, I've seen that. It's usually, it's usually some, one person who is taking the long trip. Mm-hmm. You look at all your friends and think about your conversations over your <laughs> lifetime. There's all these one person like, hey, you know, I done traveled this far to go see him or like you know I did or I had her come see me or I jumped it's usually one person who's doing that and if you're the one person doing that (laughs) if you're the one person doing that it's already off balance and I don't do off balance shit yes Jamal is I don't know if if it's this damn wine but Jamal got me (laughs) (laughs) I'm dying elevate nothing he said was wrong (laughs) like nothing he said Tangent about the flying back and forth and like oh, how that shit bounced up, but we not gonna talk about that on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I tell y'all offline. It sounds like it's not like that. Episode. No, that was a that was a part of a relationship coming but... soon. A new episode <laughs> called Travel. <laughs> <laughs> when X is travel, okay. Fine. Um, um, go ahead, Brittany. No, nah, you got my answer to my house. Shit. <laughs> Ten blocks. Right. Twelve blocks, <laughs> actually. You can get twelve blocks out of me. If you don't live in my zip code, you can get Sometimes that can be too me. close, though. Sometimes five miles is better. Because two miles, they like know you live close, and so they always going to be hitting you up. Right. Because like, they know you around the corner. See if your car is there. But it's up to you to pick up. Yeah, that's true. And it's also <laughs> up to you to be like, not respond. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, I'm yeah. busy. Just because exactly. you got my phone number, don't yeah. mean I am accessible. Yeah. Now, the, mother, the motherfucker that picked up the phone to call, I'm like, but if you just texting, I'll I'll act like I didn't see that shit until oh, the yes. afternoon. I'll be I ain't like, got no kind of respect on. Right. <laughs> and I got That's an Android. Right. You'll never know if those, I saw your shit. Those, <laughs> right? <laughs> those good morning texts that you don't want. And it's like, why are you texting me good morning? It's like, I'm not, I, no, I'm not responding until like 2 p.m. Right. Yeah. So you know that you're not the only thing happening today. No. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's sweet, though. The Some of them. I feel like. I, I feel like I know all the reason behind this question. Go ahead, Mandy. Yeah. Your turn. <laughs> well, I'm curious. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I I I hopped on the road. It was like a hopped on the road. Hopped on, <laughs> hopped on the road. How far was that? It was like a city over, no more than an hour drive for sure. Maybe like thirty forty five. But, like, kind of closer, not That's more not than bad. an hour. That's not bad. Uh, within the same state. But, like, that was foolish. It was very foolish. <laughs> it was foolish. And it went, like, the, 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 it was, it wasn't, it ultimately wasn't worth it, is what I'll say. Shit. But the, the, I mean, I learned a lot from the experience, and it was, like, I I think I was in La La Land. Like it was just like mm. it wasn't it wasn't grounded in reality. It was like mm. I'm gonna go do this other thing over here. Just mm. like if we're I'm, honest, we've all been there at yeah. some point or another. Just, and did they say level. come see me or did you say I'm coming see you? Ooh, good question. Uh, I, ooh, I don't remember. Mm. But the fact that I made the drive says. Quite a bit. I already don't like it. <laughs> not, I, not, not like what you made the choice to do. Yeah. But like, I just feel like we hear so many times about uh, 
women taking trips. Like, guys aren't driving oftentimes. Like, guys aren't going out of their way. You know what I mean? And then you get there, and, like, it ain't shit. And you don't waste a good time. And I'm not just talking about sex. I'm talking about overall it ain't shit. You know what I mean? I think people always, like, people are small-minded and think we're just talking about sex all the time. But, like, overall, the experience ain't no shit. Because, like, I'll travel for an hour, and even we don't do anything physical, Mm -hmm. and we just have a deep conversation, have some drinks, and share some laughs. Worth it. That's fulfilling to me. That's worth it. When you make that trip, and, like, you know, I'm like, bruh. Yeah. Bruh, if someone's making a trip to you, like, you fucking better be up and ready to, like, be connected or, like, look for a connection. Yeah, absolutely. Like, really, like, put in work because, like, a motherfucker just drove 45 minutes. Right. 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 (laughs) And they got to drive back home. Yeah. Whether it's that night or the next morning. Like, feet are rubbed instantly. It's like, you just drove to come see me. (laughs) Like, I'm I'm massaging. I'm asking you what you desire, what you need. Like, you know what I mean? I'm ready to. If you're driving 45 minutes to an hour, if you're driving 20 minutes to come see me, I'm ready to service you. I love it. I Damn. love it. Whatever you need. I love mm. it. I really am. I think it's important. And Y'all I think, should see the way Jamal is sitting back while he's talking about this. Shit. Right. No. Stop it. And now I'm no, back it's swaggy. No. no. He got so much swag while he's talking about this. This man got the confidence. 2020 that is like. Nobody listen, touched. January, he know what he got. He know what he offered. I listen. am going through this awakening period of my life in yeah. 2020, and I have really been releasing shame with a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And, um, and really taking ownership because I used to feel ashamed about what I desire and we're going to get into the topic we're talking about the topic without you all even knowing it Um, (laughs) and I think that I don't know I'm just really like releasing shame so you know like shame I think when you release shame you have more to give to other people because it really opens up the empathetic heart space and it also opens up vulnerability Vulnerability, and like the pleasure you can give physical or not mental physically spiritually when you start to do that work for yourself you have so much more to give and yeah. to receive. Oh. Ooh. Every time Jamal drops gems like that, I'm like, this is why I asked his ass to be on the show. Okay. <laughs> this is why he's here. This is why he's here. So what are we talking about right. today? So that everybody can get caught up to speed. Because I know yeah. you guys have been like, listen, like, I've what been the there. Thing? I've been there. I don't agree. I agree. What are we talking about today, Lisa? Situationship. Mm. You want a situationship? Mm-hmm. 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 And I'm in a situation. Looking for one. Let's figure out what the hell it is before you say yeah. that. <laughs> right, 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 right. So, so when you hear the word, what comes to your mind? What do you think? Passive. Passive. Like passive, like not deep, not caring. Passive, like. We find ourselves and we can find ourselves in situationships because we won't speak up and communicate Ooh. about what the fuck it is that you're actually doing with the other person. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. So people, you're just being passive and about that, and yeah. you're just you're you're basically mimicking a relationship without mm. the depth of it. And for okay. some people, that can be a pro because it doesn't it it's surface and maybe. That's something that all someone needs or has the space to commit to in a way, even though it's non-committal, kind of. You're looking at me like bullshit, 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 bullshit. Girl, I'm yeah. trying not to say that, but I'm listening. I'm open to all perspectives. <laughs> I agree with you. I oftentimes don't know what these terms are. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I oftentimes <laughs> don't get them just yeah. because I be making up. I just be on this poetic shit and like making yeah. things sound more elegant. <laughs> right. I guess. Like, I don't know what the fuck I be talking about. But anyway, a situationship to me, mm-hmm. I would agree, it seems like passive because mm-hmm. oftentimes in situationships, I find that at some point or another, someone's feelings get involved or hurt because we are yes. unwilling to clearly define what the situation is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What happens if people clarify but they remain in a situationship? Willingly. Say more. If if both of you are like, I want more from this, I want more from you, but both parties, or one or the other party can't give more, but like both people are like, you know what? I'm willing to ride this out. That's still, that's that's. I ain't riding shit out. That's, That's I mean, that's up to them. Mm -hmm. But me personally, if I, if I'm that person who is desiring more and is vocal about that, and the other person is being very honest and telling me that they cannot give me more, then it's up to me to walk away. It's up to me, yes. Because personally, for me, I would much rather be by myself, my independent self, not lonely, but alone, without that weird tension and weird energy with another mm-hmm. person. You know what I'm saying? Like, and like basically playing double dutch between like, where are we going today? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's mm-hmm. happening with us? Um, I would much rather be by myself where I can just chill and I'm very sure and certain of, you know, what I can get from me. Right. Rather than be around someone and question what I can either give to them or what they can offer me and not have answers. I guess I kind of I'm not in a situationship at all, Um, but I have something that I can relate to it. And I think the way that I stay out of the situation shipness of it is that I'm very clear when I'm like, yo, I hit you up. And then we get together, and it's cool. But going back to what I said earlier about the initiative, I'm very, I'm very clear about like, yo, I always hit you up. Not always, because I don't hit anybody up on a weekly or monthly basis. Yeah. Um, but if I'm taking the initiative, the and time. you like the initiative, but then you never step up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm real clear. I'm like. This happened this week. It happened the other day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this person might listen to this, but whatever. I already said this to you. Hey. Um, and it's like, where you been? Ugh. Is what he said to me. And what yeah. I replied was, I've been right here. Yeah. But how this usually goes is I hit you up. Mm-hmm. We get together. And then you disappear. So I assume you're just busy. So mm. your where you been was you haven't been doing what I've been expecting. Absolutely. And what I've said, because, listen, listen, when I take the initiative, I'll do that for, like, two weeks, Mm -hmm. and then I fall back. And if I don't hear from you, I'm good, because I'm good with me. I'm, like, surrounded by such great friendships, you know what I mean? But I've had you up to see how you're doing, you're like, where you been, da-da-da-da. And I'm like, like, what are you doing tonight? It's like, actually, I got plans tonight. I was just seeing how you authentically was doing, because I'm like, (laughs) if I'm spending my time with you, I'm going to check in on you, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, I'm actually busy this whole week, and I wasn't, like, hitting you up for for anything. I was just genuinely checking in. And so when you ask me where I've been, I'm like, yo, I've been here. But let's just track how this thing goes. I usually check in. You know what I mean? And for yeah. whatever reason, I'm not saying what happened, what's happening on the other side is invalid because what I think is happening is that this person 
because I'm good with myself, I think sometimes other people feel like they're dispensable and they don't want to put themselves in a vulnerable position to be rejected or to not be enough. And so they just fall back. Like confidence and being okay with yourself can be really intimidating to some people. You know what I mean? Because they're not needed. And the way that we've been trained with relationships, like we look at media and how we've been trained up until now where we're trying to like shift that narrative, but we're not being completely successful at it, is that someone needing someone or someone needing someone to complete them to make everything okay is the rhetoric that we've been taught for so long. Mm -hmm. And so when you have people who are authentically okay with themselves, it can make someone who needs someone or desire to have someone to cuddle with every night or have someone to make them feel good every night. It's like, that can be hard for people. And Mm -hmm. I think that's valid. Yeah, I, I yeah. think that's very valid. There's a difference between thinking that you're 50% of an equation mm-hmm. versus two whole, two hundred yeah. percent coming and being stronger together. Mm-hmm. Do that math, girl. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know I like numbers. Yeah. <laughs> you gonna answer that question though? <laughs> what, what comes, comes to, to mind? what comes to my mind? Uh, that that the first thing I think of is labels, right? Y'all know I'm not a fan. Anti labels over here. This is an anti label podcast. That's actually that is so right. Yeah. We are anti label. That's us. That's us. That is totally yeah. us. Yeah. Hashtag. Hashtag. <laughs> uh, oh so that's what I think of. What? I just thought of a t-shirt idea. Hashtag anti labels. Go ahead. Isn't that a label though? Let me pick my face up. (laughs) Hold on, audience, while I pick my face up. So, what comes to mind, Deezer? That was good. That was real good. I'm I'm nice, but I have little zingers every day. That's a fact. That's a fact. Labels not wanting to, to define what it is. For me, like, Especially in the beginning of a relationship, I'm so okay. With, and I've said this to people being like, hey, let's just be. <laughs> and I know it sounds like hippy-dippy and yeah. so non-committal, which, sure. It is. It's yeah. totally it non-committal. Is. Yeah, yeah. But, but the, the, the non-label, the let's be, to me is like, let me suss you out. Let's figure this out before it's like, okay. You can, you know, you can telling your friends, your parents, they're like, this is my, who you're presenting me as. Because when you think about when you meet people and you're like, oh, this is my friend, Brittany. This is my friend, Jamal. Or people come up, this is my fiance, Nick. Or like, whatever. like people want to put the label in front of the person. Mm-hmm. And so when I think situationship, a part of me thinks of it as a, as a, a, a dating relationship step process that it, could go either way Mm. um and so it's like if you live in that defined space for a bit and figure that out and figure that person out and how you all mesh or don't mesh then you can decide Mm. whether to evolve into Mm -hmm. whatever your relationship Mm -hmm. wants to be with that person or you can you mm. can maybe take a step back and be friends with benefits, but to me that shit never works. Very, you know what? Even in movies, this shit that, don't work. I was about to say that sounds very optimistic because when you're in that, for either of those things to happen, uh-huh. you would actually have to communicate within a situationship. And from my experience, and from hearing my other friends' experience, that uh-huh. shit doesn't happen. Yeah. A situationship oh. is just. Like, on the outside looking in, y'all in a relationship, but, like, you're not having those necessary conversations to say, where do we go from here? Mm -hmm. And what often happens is, I know, 
I'm guilty. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> but what often happens is, you know, either of the folks in this situationship are still seeking and dating other people. Mm. And then when you find someone with a little bit more potential, you're going to you're going to um like kind of sway more towards them and all, and basically ghost <laughs> the last person. And yeah. I I shit you not, I've been that person and I shit you not, mm. I've someone has done that to me. You know? So and mm. and from again my experience and then from friends experiences that I've had, that's just the thing that's happened. That that's like, common. I feel like that goes into uh there's an extension to this conversation and it goes back to I think what I was saying earlier about truth and transparency and vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like when you don't feel like you have to hide from the person that you have whatever situation with yeah. and you're always transparent because you're intrigued by the human, there yeah. shouldn't be some surprises. I also there's this book called The Ethical Slut and I forget the author and I haven't Ooh. read all of it, but I've read some passages with some oh, friends I like and that. I yeah. I wanna read all of it. It's a thick book. But you know, you think that book is only talking about sex, but it's also talking about how we compete for love and attention from our mates. Mm-hmm. And I think oh. what I'm what I'm starting to believe is that just because someone is interested in someone else mm-hmm. doesn't mean that that should lessen, you know, or there should be a competition for your level mm. of uh, relatability to the person that you're with, right? And so I think that there's a spectrum when it comes to love and relationships, and that the truth and the transparency all the way through that, if someone is attracted to someone else or think someone else is sexy or someone else is intriguing, for me, where I'm at, because I'm just not in that space, I think for me, I'm intrigued by your attraction for someone else. But Mm. I never feel in someone's attraction for someone else that that means that I'm not attractive. It's a very hard space, but I think that comes from in your situations being truthful and transparent all the way through. Going Mm. back to if we play the game of dating, that's when we start competing for love. Mm -hmm. Look at it with your friendship. There's friendships, maybe not that we have in this room, but even within friendships, someone could be getting close with another friend and we can feel like, oh my gosh, who is this? That's like, no, love, relationship, and connection is not a competition. Mm-hmm. It's not a competition. Yeah. And like if you're committed to someone, if you believe in monogamy when it comes to relationships and friendships, because some people do believe in monogamy with friendship, like you're my best friend, you can have no other close friends. I think that's <laughs> Which is I think that's bullshit. And I think that's exactly. And I think that if we get to truth and transparency and vulnerability in the beginning, mm-hmm. that someone being attracted to someone else. At the end of the day, you got to be okay with yourself before you get into this thing. Yeah. If you're mm-hmm. dating to become okay with yourself through someone else's, lose yourself. that's when you're going to lose yeah. yourself. Yeah, totally. And for me, if you already found yourself, mm-hmm. I'm not jealous in relationships. I'm jealous in post. <laughs> so funny. Oh. I am. Yeah. But when I'm in a relationship, wow. I, I've been in two relationships where, like, you know, my ex from seven years ago, mm-hmm. there was guys who were attracted to her and wanted to hang out with her or go to the movies or hang out. And she's like, oh, I got a boyfriend. And they're like, well, we can just be friends. And we all know what that means. <laughs> right, right, and right. she'll be like, and this person being who they were, she's a wonderful human being mm-hmm. and she just loves people. And she'll be like, I'll be like, yeah, like hang out, whatever. And she never asked me for permission. I never mm-hmm. felt like she had to because I don't mm-hmm. own her. If yeah. she wants to go out with this guy to the movies and she's not, e- she's not even attracted to them. She thinks they're funny. She's yeah. like, all right, I'll go to the movies with them. You don't have to ask me for permission. I have never felt jealous 
or felt yeah. like something because she was so transparent and yeah. honest with me. I'm like, yo, this dude sounds funny too. Yeah. Like, go out with him. Like, he's invitation. Like, and I'm in a different city of, and nothing ever because this woman is a, she's someone who is just uh, organically monogamous. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But she loves people. And if someone has pure intentions, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And respects the fact that she has a guy mm-hmm. or whatever and she's working with this person and seems yeah. cool. I've never stopped her and I've never felt like, oh, you gonna go to movies with the dude? You even joking about this? I've never felt that way, yeah. And I've never felt threatened. I ha- and I've never, I've never been threatened by someone else mm-hmm. when I've been in a relationship. Yeah. I've never. That's just my personality. That sounds but that's so just because beautiful. I'm okay with me. Yeah. And also, if you're truthful, and I'm feel safer if you're honest with me. Yeah. About something else is going on, yeah. rather than it's a secret and I find out. Yeah. Ooh, yes. That sounds amazing and beautiful. But that's not everybody's reality. When I'm talking to my friends and they're talking about these little (laughs) things, which is no longer acceptable, by the way, I do not allow my friends to talk to me about none of their relationships because none of them are in good relationships and I'm traumatized. But I talked about that already. But anyway, so, so, um, um, but that, I mean, that sounds, that is the goal, right? That is the goal to have that, that type of number one self awareness mm-hmm. but also to have that type of confidence within your relationship and your right. friendships to do that but in a situation ship yeah that Be- ain't it because you know what's happening and or, or what's not happening and what you described Jamal but what I think eventually happens in situationships is that question it's almost like you know it's like the popping the question the the what are we which mm-hmm. for some people it's it's it sheds or it brings to light the 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 lack of commitment or the the lack of whatever you're not bringing to the situationship to the relationship, mm-hmm. um, and also that person asking, like, do you do you want to go deeper with me? Um, and and Jamal, I love what you're describing because it like Brittany, like you were saying, like that's the ultimate goal, yeah. and in whatever relationship you're in. Uh, whatever the the depth, whatever the the level of it is, to know that I am me, you are you, but like how we coexist is in a beautiful and and trusting way. And whether that's a, a loving, a romantic relationship, something platonic, or you know, something a, a budding relationship of any kind. Um, but to to hear the the what are we, and to have to define what your relationship <laughs> is can be really scary for some people and also for some people it's a straight turn off of mm-hmm. like what you mean like we chilling we just we just came back from a date like, yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm about to drop you off at work or something like yeah. that yeah. Like, what, you, what do you mean why are you questioning this mm-hmm. like what what am I not giving you what is there lacking in this mm. but I will say this though and only because I just had this situation last summer and I realized that I typically, I would typically accept this from the beginning. But like when we start off dating someone and we say, and like, I feel like it's it's common to ask like, you know, hey, well, what is it that you're looking for? Like, mm-hmm. what do you want? Right. It's common to ask that. But the answer that you get, like, you know, it is who knows what answer you're going to get sometimes. But right. So I feel like what I've accepted in the past before is like, and this is what has put me into a situationship or several situationships is 
you know, or even the answer that I would give is like, oh, like, we'll just see where it goes. Yeah. But then there's no follow up. Mm. Right. But you but again, on the outside looking in, you know, y'all in a whole relationship. Y'all right. seeing each other every night, or every other night. Y'all mm-hmm. texting all day. Right. Y'all right. hanging out with each other's friends, like you all that stuff. Dance. Whatever, you know. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, but that's mimicking all the like Don't a lot text of things. Me all that day. <laughs> <laughs> um, but mimicking <laughs> mimicking all the things that come along with the relationship. Right. But again, that follow up hasn't happened from that initial conversation mm-hmm. that you had when you y'all were asking each other. What is it that you're looking for? Right. Why are you dating? Because then it can seem like you're pressing it, whether it's two weeks later, a month later, and you're like, mm-hmm. so we've been basically dating. Yeah. With each other. But, and like you're saying, like if, if your lives have become uh, uh, intermingled, intermeshed in a way that you know my friends, if you can hold a conversation with my friends and I'm not in the room, yeah. <laughs> then like... <laughs> That, that means something to example. me. That means something to them. And yeah. Like, now you're a real person to them. You're yeah. right in your life. Yeah. yeah. That but makes I, sense. I, I do. I, I don't disagree because it's the way that I feel like I might have operated at one point in the time when I was younger. But mm-hmm. I do think there's a. I think knowing what you are looking for is very yeah. important. Totally. At the end of the day, you can't change anyone's mind. And oftentimes, people can tell us the truth, but because we're hoping on something, because we're smitten or whatever, we're yeah. mm-hmm. we're thinking that some way somehow is going to be me. So at the mm-hmm. end of the day, I think that you know sometimes we end up hurting ourselves. Mm-hmm. I, and I'm trying to I'm trying to feel this the this way about all relationships. Mm. It's so much easier to pass judgment or blame on someone else for our hurt Ooh. and not looking at our part in it. Because if someone tells you, oh, we'll just see what it is. Mm-hmm. And if you know for yourself mm-hmm. that you are looking for a relationship that is monogamous, that is committed, but yet you continue to explore with the, we'll just see what it is. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you got to hold yourself accountable mm-hmm. because you played a part in the puzzle of the, we'll just see what it is. Mm-hmm. Preach like King. you played a part in it. Mm-hmm. You played yeah. a part in it. And so I think the more that we take ownership over our own choices mm-hmm. yeah. and our own yeses within these things, mm-hmm. people aren't playing you. Sometimes you're playing yourself. Sometimes yeah. you're playing your damn self. Hey, and don't play and some, yourself. And sometimes in this whole rhetoric about, oh, people are dogs and this person is da 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 da. It was like. That comes from hurt people. It comes from hurt people. I mean, some people are shitty. Yeah, some people are shitty. But oftentimes, but. like, when you become okay with yourself, yeah. like, you can peep real shitty people yes facts and real people like you can peep that and if you continue to engage and to continue to go that route it's kind of like okay okay young man and young woman what's your part in this because it ain't everybody else yes you said yes to this i'll see what it is (laughs) wait did we officially define situationship Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> we did, clearly we, we got our own, but <laughs> we kind of did. But we read what we got in. So Simplify. a situationship is a space somewhere between a committed relationship and, like we were saying, <laughs> that usually comes with titles. This is my boyfriend. This is my partner. My fiance. Uh, so a space between a committed relationship and something that's more than a friendship. There are mm-hmm. feelings involved in the situationship. Mm-hmm. But you're exploring them, mm-hmm. you're chilling, maybe you're sitting on them. You may not even know it. You may not even know it. That's mind blow. I'd be like, damn, yeah. what the fuck this shit come from? What are these feelings? What am I in? Uh, my feelings? And I feel no. like that's what we've been talking about. It's like the questions that we have privately 
while expecting on some level, rather fully conscious or somewhere else within our being, of mm-hmm. is this person in line with what I'm thinking? Yeah. And like we leave so much unsaid thinking that someone is a mind reader. Yeah. And if you have oh, not yeah. being passive. If you, yeah. If oh, you yes. have not said what you were concerned about mm-hmm. or what you're not comfortable with, mm-hmm. again, hold yourself accountable in that. Yeah. Hold yourself yeah. accountable in that. Yes. So how can we how can we say that a situationship differs from friends with benefits? I think friends with benefits, you know that like, you know, you cool, we can drink together, smoke together and fuck and then like we do it. <laughs> um and so I think that a situationship is like in the in between, as the definition yeah. says. And a friends with benefits, I think can be more clear with that, oh, you cool, I love chilling with you mm-hmm. and also fucking with you. I think I think a friends with benefits though is less even less chilling. It's like we, not like we get straight to it, but it's like <laughs> we. It, it it seems more fun. It seems it actually to me it seems more <laughs> straightforward. <laughs> yeah. Yet also sneakier than the situation shit because mm. you're like, to me friends with benefits is like we present to the world that like. That we do not have sex. We don't hook up or whatever you want to call it. Oh. That we don't do that. We are strictly pl- platonic. Like, we, we will never go to the movies. We will yeah. never go out to eat together unless it's, like, mm-hmm. some random event. Or if we work together, then, like, mm-hmm. if everyone's there, then we will be there together hmm. amongst the group. Yeah. But then it's, like, we know. It, it just seems sneakier to me that, like, we know that we're fucking. But, like, that lives in its own box. Hmm. Whereas the situation ah. seems more floaty, and it's like you you might be out in the open ish, like you might go and do public things, yeah, and in the daytime, yeah. in the daylight, yeah, and people keep game, right, yeah, right. yeah. Okay, I can kind of, I can kind of see that. For me, I would say friendships. Uh, I'm sorry, friends with benefits again is like can. It's like more fun and can be a bit more spontaneous than a situationship because a situationship is like, I mean, y'all may already have like a routine basically where like y'all seeing each other every night, Mm -hmm. every whatever, Um, you know, y'all are doing common things often because again, Mm -hmm. you're mimicking a relationship, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. Whereas friends with benefits, like at least I see it this way because my friendships are very, can be very spontaneous and I'm, you know, I'm always like, you know, popping up on people or whatever. Like we're just randomly hanging out, randomly doing things. So I, for me, friends with benefits is like, okay, the benefits though can be similar, right? It's just, they can just, it's random. It could just happen randomly. We're not committing to, okay, you know, we're going to take advantage of these benefits every Saturday and Thursday. (laughs) At 7 p.m. You know what I'm saying? Right. (laughs) Or I'm coming over, you know, often it's, Mm. it's, I think it's less time because again it's less feelings involved because it's it could be less of that desire to be with that person because of there's less feelings involved. Does that make sense? Yes. And it is more fun. I want I would say the the funnest I've had with being with someone uh sexually was with friends. Yeah. Does that make it safer then in a way? Much safer. Mm-hmm. Much safer. Okay. At least in, in my experience, I, I have not had that. Yeah, in my yeah. experience, I mean, I've had that would a blast. Be cool. 
Let me tell y'all something. That's a whole nother episode. That's going to be late night. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Quiet storm. From what you're talking about, about relations with with friends, you know, I always, like, that definitely has been on the table. Yeah. Um, For me, um, when it's on the table with someone that I have a, actual friendship with already yeah i kind of fall back because i'm like yo if this doesn't go the way that we're planning it to go then like this friendship won't yeah, work anymore and us. i value the friendship so much i'm like mm, i don't mess with that and mess with the yeah. friendship you know yeah. what i mean if the friendship is already established for a period of time without sexual attraction yeah you know what i mean it's hard for me to like go in and like it has been on the table explicitly Ooh. before and i'm usually <laughs> and i'm usually the person that's like just smiling like that's hilarious. It ain't on this table, y'all. Like, it's just, I'm, you guys can't see me, but I'm just smiling yeah, he at He just them. grinning, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Because I, I do love my friends in the situation where that, the, the few times where that has happened is, for me, being honest and transparent, if I don't have that type of attraction to you, mm-hmm. not saying you're not cute, not saying I wouldn't. It's yeah. just like, oh, we didn't establish a friendship already. I would have. Yeah. But now that the friendship is so deep and I care about you so deeply, I'm mm-hmm. not just going to play around with your body. Mm-hmm. And, yes. you know, I'm not going to play around with that because I value the friendship. So I'm going to keep yes. the friendship. Mm-hmm. Now, if my heart is involved, yeah. if my heart is involved through the friendship, because I've only been in relationships for years at a time with people I was friends with for years at a time. Mm-hmm. So ah. my ex, we were friends platonically, authentically for five, six, seven years before we got together and then we were together for four years after that. But it was strictly a platonic friendship without attraction for the bulk of the friendship. And so it was like year seven where it was like, Wait, hold on. You know what I mean? What yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're still and we're still and we're still friends today. We're still friends today. Not without me and her, we're still friends today. We can literally talk about anything. It's not without hiccups, but I think yeah. the foundation was a true friendship and our yes. hearts were actually involved. You yes. know what I mean? Now if it's a friendship and we just are fucking for the sake of we don't got nobody else to fuck right now, mm-hmm. I feel like that yes. can get kind of muddy. Yeah. That can get kind because of, when someone else comes along, yep. When someone comes along, who who yeah. has like you were saying earlier, Brittany, potential? Who has yeah. more potential? And like, I'm, I'm gonna go over here. Sorry, <laughs> right. sorry, not sorry. And yeah, I can go back to like the very base mating instincts of like whether it's who has more sexual potential or who has more potential in a relationship where whether you think you're coming with 50 or 100 mm-hmm. who is coming to complete me who is going to come bring even yeah. more to the table than what I'm bringing to in it in a partnership yeah um, yeah Jamal you you touching on not wanting to to step further into something muddy in order to to save uh, a friendship um, that, that resonates with me and it reminds me of a, a situation that I was in um, that, that echoes that where there was like some feelings or whatever it was like clear that you know we kind of dug each other like we liked each other but and like me and this person like we kissed or whatever we'd made out but there was always something in my mind that I was like I cannot I cannot cross this sexual line with you because I'm way more concerned that whether it turns out good or bad, that I'm way more concerned about maintaining an authentic friendship with you. That at the heart of it, like that you're somebody I can call up and be like, 
hey, let me just run this to you, and, and there's mm-hmm. no uh, uh, ickiness that, yeah. that surrounds yeah. it. Mm. Um, and being a, being mature enough to take that step and be like, I'm not, I ain't dropping a drawstring. Majority. <laughs> Majority. Yeah. Yeah, that, that takes yeah. a lot. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm always, whenever I think of that person, um, I, I'm always grateful for myself for choosing that mm-hmm. um choosing the friendship choosing choosing to, to to carry on in that way versus um pushing forward with them i'm like i'm, I'm always grateful for that choice because me and that person still uh, have a good relationship we don't talk yeah. that much but yeah yeah it's still good that's helpful yeah, yeah. maturity something you said maturity i think falls into situationships and friends with benefits and i think mm-hmm. the thing lacking in those things uh more times than not is maturity mm-hmm. yeah. i like I'm attracted to all of my friends. I think they're beautiful people, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm yeah, attracted to their personalities and their morality <laughs> and their spirits. I am. And I was hanging out with a friend a few weeks ago and we both said, it's like, you know what? If we weren't the friends that we were, mm-hmm. we would be dating each other. Mm-hmm. And like Aww. we said that to each other. Hey. And because of our maturity of recognizing that, it wasn't yeah. this thing where we went home. It was like, oh my gosh, I wish we could have friends. Oh, or yeah. oh my gosh, I wish we could fuck. It's like, <laughs> no, the reality of like where we are. And so knowing yeah. that we can talk about what we're looking for and have each other's back and what we're looking for in the world. Mm-hmm. But we value our friendship so much. We have the maturity. Like, yeah. again, and this happens with like, a few friends, honestly. It's yeah. a few friends. I think that's the reason why I'm friends with my ex. You know, mm-hmm. not without hiccups in there on the road. We just know yeah. each other so deeply. Yeah. And we've hurt each other so deeply mm-hmm. that, you know, there's hiccups in the road. But we're mm-hmm. always friends and we can get through and talk about it with respect. Because we have the yeah. maturity to always see one another. Mm-hmm. And to always make each other better for the next person. Mm. Y'all have much better reasons than I do Lord. <laughs> to not do the friends and benefits thing. I just don't want my numbers to go up, okay? I have no problem with numbers going up. I, I just have don't no want to add to my numbers because this shit was getting a little too spontaneous over I think, here, okay? I think, I, think it's, I think it's a personal choice. I think that... <laughs> I think that uh, I think that I, I don't like the numbers game. I yeah. really don't. I think that it's interesting. I think that I think it's a personal choice, but for myself personally, because I do value mm-hmm. the personal choice of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that as long as you're intentional and you're aware of what you're doing, and if it's coming from a place of not shame or rectifying mm-hmm. some type of hurt within yourself, mm-hmm. and you're a sexual being that is yeah. aware and conscious in your doing, mm-hmm. then like fuck as much as you want to fuck consciously. <laughs> now, if you're unconscious and it's to heal a past hurt. Or to heal some childhood wound, then that's when I'm like, we got to talk about it and go to therapy. But I think that's such a beautiful (laughs) thing not to be ashamed ashamed of. Yeah, and I'm not saying that in a way at all that that shame comes along with it. It's just, I mean, I I can only fuck just to fuck so often, right? And then I can only fuck just to. I'm so sorry, mom. And I can only, (laughs) um, and I can only do that and not have the outcome that I want so yeah. often. You know oh, what I'm saying? You yeah. see what I'm saying? Like, because it's fun and game. I'm trying to come, motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, okay. well, see, that can be, do you communicate but that? But it depends, it depends, well, it just depends, it, that's a whole nother conversation. Okay. That's, that's a whole nother episode. episode. We'll episode. talk about, <laughs> that's a whole nother episode. Because we do, episode. yeah, we, right, we got about five or six in here. Because we will talk about sex again, um, for sure. I know we talked about uh, the, 18th and the 19th episode mm-hmm. are about like 
sex education mm-hmm. and comprehensive sex education. But we are going to talk touch base about pleasure and also shame, right? But pushing Absolutely. past that. Um, but I said all that just like it was. I was serious, but it was a joke. Um, <laughs> yeah. But like, but you know, my reasoning for not doing the friends with benefits thing is I personally don't think it's that deep. I just don't want to do that again because I'm not friends with those people for different, some of those people I'm not friends with them now for completely different reasons. Uh, Nothing to do with that. I was, it was strictly, it was always, okay, let's do this. Ha ha he he. We did it. And then we just went right back to our lives, being right back to the friends that we were before Mm -hmm. without that getting in the way. Um, if we're not friends now, it's for something completely, completely different. So, um, but I do want to uh, ask the question because we're we're talking about our own, our own perspectives. But um, you know, I'm not gonna lie; I've had this conversation with a number of other people, a number of other millennials. So, you know, why do y'all think that being in this situation is kind of the norm for millennials? Like, what what do you think the appeal is? I think it's our lifestyle, and and if we look at how we move and live, especially. Especially in, in relation to our, our parents, our, our parents' generation, um, and, and the needs of life or the or their norms of their life. It was, you know, like immediately when I think of my mom, like my mom was married yeah. before she was even 20, you know? Mm. Yeah. Was it 20? I think I'm telling the truth. <laughs> like she, she definitely had her, she was married and actually was having my sister, her first kid, on her 21st birthday. Yeah, my mom was 21, oh, wow. 22. Yeah, they had the same birthday. That's and it was, so cute. Because I remember, I'll never forget, I was coming up on my 21st birthday and I'm like, I'm trying to plan things and I'm like, what did my mom do? So I asked her and she was like, I was in the hospital <laughs> giving birth to a big ass sister. <laughs> It was actually my brother who had the big head, but anyway. Um, and and so when you think of our, our parents and when they got married, when they started their family, and also when you think financially of how how set they were, you know, they they aren't or weren't in their thirties, forties with student loans of thirty thousand plus dollars. That's so many of of a millennial sit with where we're mm-hmm. sitting in debt, whether that's from student loans, credit cards, or whatever, we're sitting with financial debt. Um, we uh, uh, don't feel the need, and of course I say we, but I'm speaking for myself and also generalizing <laughs> millennials <laughs> everywhere on the field, um, where at least I don't feel the need to settle down with someone. I, I don't feel the need to rush into a marriage or starting a family. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel like... You could say we. <laughs> we. And I feel like, like even with technology, like I have the options to freeze my eggs. It's a bit of an expensive option, but like I'm not, I don't consider myself a ticking time bomb. Mm-hmm. And so with that, that mm-hmm. gives me more room. There, there's freedom of time to explore. Like, yes, I'm getting older by the second, by the minute. Mm-hmm. I got the crow's feet, bags and shit coming in, but that's okay. Sunscreen. But <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like I have the, the freedom of time to explore people. And whether that's me taking mm-hmm. three, five years to, to explore someone and maybe we eventually move in or yeah. as, as some people call it, shacking up. Um, you know, like <laughs> maybe we move in and I and I figure out whether I want to, what kind of future I see or don't see for us, um, mm. and and 
even with lifestyle, when I think about my schedule, and like we've talked about <laughs> schedules yeah. so much mm-hmm. and how it fluctuates. We don't know where we're going to be. Exactly, and how it's yeah. so hard to align with other people. And, mm-hmm. and when you think about um, self-care and how big that that's come into to social media and, and, and really pervades, pervade. What's the word? <laughs> dear wine. And how self care has pervaded? Is that the word? <laughs> how it's it's uh, permeated. That's Ooh. the word, I believe. Somebody Google Can check you me. Wait, finish the okay. sentence and I'll tell you. Pervade means to become spread throughout all parts of Spring pervaded the air. Okay, this, we have degrees here, you all. Just facts, so facts. Many spread out wine. Balance, balance. Yes. Um, and, <laughs> Sorry. And how, no, you're good. And how um, we're, I think, I feel like we, we take more ownership of our time and being able to say, no, I'm unavailable this Thursday at 7 p.m. to hang out with you, but let's see about something next week and so playing with time in that new way um um, and how it fits into your schedule and and um the 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 flow of it i feel i feel the flow of our lives makes it so that we we can allow this we can allow situationships to happen more Mm. and this is going back to my like let's just be Because I'm not in a rush. Yeah. I don't feel like I need to, you know. Yeah. I don't need to rush into anything. Yeah. So I love me. how, <laughs> I love that when y'all like really make y'all point, y'all both sit real back and you cock your <laughs> arm back to the back of the chair like, yeah. Hey. Like, were you confident in what the fuck you just said? I agree with everything. You gotta lay the fuck back. I I agree too. Um, yeah, I I agree. I totally agree with what you said. Um, I was I will say this though. I I don't think that we're doing anything very different from any other generation. Okay. I think that it's more visible now. I think that ah. we we could be our generation is a bit more open. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also think that we are. Uh, I also think that we're pulling away from certain social constructs. And I was actually having mm-hmm. this conversation today with one of my colleagues. Um, she just turned 40 this okay. year. So happy birthday. Whoop, whoop, whoop. And she's definitely in a transition right now where she's wondering, like, what next? Like, 40 hit her and she's like, what the fuck is yeah. next, right? And she's engaging in conversations with me that's, like, um, kind of comparing our generations, but, like, not in a way to say, like, who's better and who's worse, right? But just mm-hmm. to see, like, we're discussing the transition, right, yeah. from, like, you know, their uh norms and our norms and that's one thing that we identified is like things like social media has definitely made um you know things like situationships or Mm. um you know more visible basically right i just but i don't think that we're doing much different than what our grandparents were doing and what our parents are doing because listening to stories that my grandmother talks about with my um, about um, her brother. Yeah. I mean, my brother's doing the same shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, but yeah, we just, we can see it more. And, and also, I think that our conversation around it has matured. We've added different mm-hmm. labels to it. We're changing up the terms a little yeah. bit and we're just using it in one word, situationships. But like, they could have called it something completely different back then. Uh-huh. Um, but again, our conversations around, I think, has been, has kind of matured um, down the way. And we're able to just identify those things 
things because yeah. I do think one thing between our gener one difference between our generation and some of the other other generations or older generations Gen X for sure and definitely the baby boomers is that <laughs> we are we're becoming a bit more self aware and and being okay with sharing that and being okay with sharing that mm -hmm. which again which again detaches us from the social norms and some of the social constructs that they have. Cause like, again, my colleague was saying how, you know, they, her and her generation and, and her talking to her colleagues for sure. And her peers, like the common theme for them was like, they felt the pressure to get married and mm -hmm. to have kids at a certain age, like you were yeah. just saying, and, and to go to school and, and they felt the pressure to do that because all those things were as, as, uh, more accessible for them. And yeah. it still brought freedom. Whereas for us, like we can still do those things, but it doesn't, it may not necessarily bring us freedom because we may have things like student debt to hold on to, right? right? Or these, these babies ain't costing less and less, they're costing more and more, yeah, right? Yeah. And we're realizing that, or like, you know, there's less millennials who are buying homes these days, yes. you know, because of all those things and, and the fight, the, the, our financial freedom it has shrunk. Yep. Tremendously. Tremendously. So, yeah. So things like situationships, I think, um, I just, I personally don't think that they're new. I just think that we, we put a different name on it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I think that they are new in some ways because there was a time where, you know, women didn't have the same freedom mm. to openly seek situationship or to be in something that was non-committal and men had more of the freedom to do that it was a very rare um for women to openly or even privately be in situationships and just be doing their things like those mm -hmm. women were very rare for a time not saying that women didn't desire that or want that mm -hmm. but the way that women can excel in education we're still talking about equal pay oh, you know what i God, mean yeah. and so the reason why a lot of women were getting married was because that was the way to have to get finances yeah. and mm -hmm. to be able to build a home and so i do think there is a difference a big difference today than it was back then not to say again i think there's a, i agree with you because i do think that people thought about these things mm -hmm. but it wasn't a realistic option for mm -hmm. a very 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 long time because we're still talking about things today mm -hmm. but where we were yeah where we were yeah where we were yeah. was a different thing like it was really it was kind of hard <laughs> for the larger population population of certain people whether you're lgbtq or whether you're a woman or mm -hmm. whatever to excel um, and take care of yourself in life because the social construct was so to keep certain people under control. Right. And so yeah. I do think that uh, in some ways it is different. I even think that people in their 40s are like on the back end of like, like the millennial spectrum is actually quite interesting because like <laughs> yeah. people who are 38, they're like on the... There are the, elders. Elder elders, but, yeah. but some of them are they're, they're still considered millennials yeah. for you know the later third. So I think sometimes we can think that it's a big age gap, but it's kind of like this. This it's still the same generation, but just different circumstances coming in and coming out of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I think that millennials today. So I think all of our points is that I think we are challenging. I think millennials is the generation that is challenging every social construct that ever existed. Mm. And I think that millennials, including myself, were quite spoiled. 
And although we are doing situationships and we don't want to commit to relationships, we want to go wherever we want to go. We want to be broken, travel, and be on yachts and stuff while still paying off student loans. Like I think that Who I think it? me. <laughs> I, think I think it's a. I think it's a beautiful. I think it's a beautiful thing. But even in the midst of doing that, I still know a lot of millennials who are still thinking, "Whoa, shit! I'm 35 now. Whoa, shit!" I actually do want to get married. I know I don't have to, and I know I don't want to want that, but there's still a certain part of me that still wants that. Oh, yeah. shit, I do want kids. I know there ain't no rush. I know I don't have to, but like right. there's still something that I still value about some of the standards yeah. that we were raised with right. then. And so yeah. I think that <laughs> I think that I agree with both of you all in saying that we are challenging every social construct that mm-hmm. ever existed, mm-hmm. but that in us challenging those social constructs and in us being broke and being willing to travel, we are starting to think too. When you get into your thirties, you're like, oh wait, though, I do want a house, though. <laughs> right? Oh, wait, though, like, but you know, and so we like, start the, looking at the benefits that come with that, like yeah. the tax breaks. Okay. And so yeah. some, of, and so some of the constructs <laughs> that we are fighting, um, reasonably so, I think there's a huge value in doing that. But that's why I love diversity. I think there's part of us who are fighting on, like we're totally okay by ourselves mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm okay with myself and I challenge every social construct as a bi black man in this world that's like releasing shame while being empathetic and vulnerable while also letting you know, bro, you can't fuck with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like all those things exist within me, but I still want to be a father. I yeah. still want to have kids. Yeah. I still yeah. desire having a home. I still desire having family come back home for Christmas. Yeah. I still no, desire. Yeah. I still desire some of those things that are old school. Yeah. You know, and so um, I just think that it's a beautiful complexity to all of it, and I think yes. that we'll learn from all of it. But I think mm-hmm. that so we're realizing and challenging all the social constructs that kept us down. That there's so many possibilities. And yeah. um, the, 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 the so many possibilities can get like a clusterfuck of like, what the fuck is the possibility that I'm going after? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because at the end of the Which day, every day is love, companionship, is, and, and family mm-hmm. are things that, that as humans, you, you don't lose. Like For they, sure. They're, they never stray far from you. Yeah. So as much as, you know, you, you float throughout life, I, because I, I feel like that that hits me every now and then. Like I go back and forth on like marriage and kids, and then there's you know subsets of like adopting and mm. and you know frozen eggs and all these things and donors. Oh my! We are so sorry. I'm glad you said it. I'm glad you let that out first because I was like, where she said frozen eggs and everything. We are okay. Sorry, y'all. Uh, sorry. Forgive us if anyone. We do not mean to offend anyone by our lives. Um, we are human. And yeah, eggs. freeze your eggs, please. We're laughing at Mandisa not for freezing eggs. Thanks, guys. Just to be clear. Just to be clear. Verbiage. <laughs> but but it, as much as we float, there's there's these things that generation to generation, they're they're human. They're innately human, mm-hmm. uh, and we as humans are built for companionship. And whether you know that's. Your companion of the month, your companion of the year, or your companion of your lifetime. It's a human desire to want that. Mm. But, but also, going back to... Sit back, girl. She sat back again. Yeah. <laughs> She's about to get into it. Okay, I'm listening. Let me sit up. I'm listening. I didn't want to fuck you up. But also, going back to financials and, and a situationship versus financials in a in a committed relationship when you think about and I've had various conversations with people about how they maneuver through this when you think about Christmas and like family and gifts and whatnot in a committed relationship it's like I did this this past Christmas like 
I bought a gift or two for him and then I was like because <laughs> it's also like I feel like I'm dating your family <laughs> also in this of like okay here's like some gift cards for them too oh no and like <laughs> I'm with you not all six of y'all <laughs> and and when you go on dates and who pays for what and like as as a couple if you're getting into anniversaries and years down the road like are you going on trips and 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 thinking of financials in that way and like who is paying for the mortgage or whatever or the rent but in a situationship it's it's not free, like easy yeah. right it's like <laughs> we go out and we know that we're splitting this bill because we ain't in the same pocket yeah. like that's not how this affects this uh, um so in a way i guess it could be seen as an easier way on the pocket pockets uh to be in a less committed relationship where you're Maybe. like my purse strings are mine but i don't know like but then that that makes me think of when you're trying to impress someone or like you want to maybe they're you know down on their luck or down on their their numbers or whatever and like are you is that then your responsibility or or do you feel generous enough to like step in and yeah. take care of them in that See, way yeah. if you're, if, you're then, in a com- if you're in a committed thing this is what i think of in my singleness <laughs> i think that if i'm in a committed relationship especially as an artist i'm mm-hmm. like almost maybe gonna end up with an artist or someone that's doing some woo-ha stone healing or something <laughs> and which means that with these types of fills like money ebbs and flows right yeah and i'm of absolutely. the belief i have a lot of artist friends who are married to artists and the way that some of them um operate is that whoever is working more at that time we adjust mm. who's doing what and so there's no clear thing of like oh you taking care of this, this is your responsibility because like Money ebbs and flows, especially with millennials these days. Like the jobs that we're going after and right. how we're working is very different than what our parents and our grandparents did. Yeah. And so I think that, again, going to truth and transparency, if we just release the roles and we're in constant communication, mm. if I got it and I'm committed to you, I ain't going to be mad that you can't take the mortgage this month. It's yeah. like, no, I'm working more than you are right now on a certain thing that has a financial benefit. Not to say that you're not working because taking care of kids or whatever, working on what you're doing that's not paying you to get to your thing is still work. What I'm saying is that if we're in constant transparency and communication always, and we're always lowering the ego, it's not about, well, we said you was going to take care of this. It's like, nah, whoever got it. It's like, you take the cable bill and I'll take the electric this month. In a situationship? No, I'm talking about in a committed relationship. In a situ- oh. I'm just saying. In a situation, situ- situ- you should be talking about your finances. That's what, that's, and that's why I went to a committed mm. thing. Because in a situation, mm. like, yeah, you have the freedom to take care of your own money. You don't owe anybody anything, right, which right, I think right. is to your point. Like, if I'm in a situation, like, I ain't paying for nothing for you. Right. But however, even in a situation, if you lose your job or you don't have as much money or you're investing in something and I want to go out to dinner and you're like, yeah. ah, I don't got the money. If I really want to go out to dinner, it's exactly. like, oh, don't worry about if it. I'm I treating really you want tonight. Company, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, I'll treat you tonight. It ain't nothing. We, we ain't going to no freaking bistro. <laughs> it ain't also, yeah. Yeah. it ain't it ain't nothing. <laughs> However, and then, and then if, we, if we both don't got it like that, we know that we're going to Rouse. We're going to the the gourmet cheese five and under little bin, we and we're to. getting some you know some ham and some prosciutto. We're getting that baguette for ninety nine cents. Yeah, and we're gonna have some grapes, and we're gonna have a we're good ass night with a cheap bottle of wine yep. gnarly hand is really good you know okay. it's under ten dollars and we're gonna have ourselves a nice cheap fulfilling right. time at home with each other for. without judgment and so there's many ways through truth and transparency to really have the situation that you want if you were trying to be sneaky 
and you trying to play the guessing game with people, you're always going to end up into something where there's misunderstanding because you're choosing to play a game rather than being truthful. And like adults can handle <laughs> the truth. The adults, any adult can handle the, the truth. What adults cannot handle is you expecting them to know something <laughs> that you never made them aware of. Mm, boom. But adults are able to take care of themselves and handle the truth. If you keep playing these games and situationships, friends with benefits, or relationships, and then down the line you're like, well, I've been giving you all these signals. It's like, I can't read minds. My signals are different because I had a different mama and daddy than you, a right. socioeconomic <laughs> situation than you, and I you. came up in yeah. this world differently than you. And even if you think it's the same, we can go up in the same hood, we can both be slinging rocks in the same corner. I have never. But like just saying, for reference, but you're experience within that are going to have minute details that are very Mm -hmm. different that changes your experience so truth and transparency is always important with communication in whatever situation you're in boom drops mic um this is living millennial (laughs) (laughs) on that note okay uh uh uh, and I, and I oh, guess we're, and I guess we might be uh, wrapping up now. <laughs> Do we have any uh, closing thoughts from you? <laughs> Not after that, listen, sir. Um, no, that's that's it. Just just listen. Just communicate. You know, just just open your mouth, open your mind, open your mouth, and and just communicate. It's not cute being passive. It's not cute yeah, being no. passive aggressive. Like we've been saying, no one can read your mind. Um. Yeah, and just be honest about it. Yes, and to echo all of what Brittany and Jamal are saying, release the roles, truth and transparency, and ain't nobody a goddamn mind reader. Nobody. Facts. Nobody. Release the roles. I can't release the roles. Release the roles. Release the roles. Release the roles. Nobody is that so raven out here. Nobody. <laughs> well, some people Wait, might who be. Who can some read mine? You know, gift of a little extra sight. <laughs> well, Miss Cleo still be following that situation and she can see the future. I'm like, that's when you know we all are in a... <laughs> she passed, you passed, she gotta go. I mean, if Erica Badu be in situation ships, our Jill Scott's of the world. I'm in a relationship. All right, we love y'all. Something this is Living like Millennial. That. We love you all hanging out with us and talking situationships and relationships. We want to hear what you have to say about this subject. Comment, like, subscribe. We love y'all. Until next time, this is Living Millennial. We are living millennial. Oh, ba, 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 ba. All right, friends. That's our show. Tune in next time. Hey, more to come. More, more, more to come. Be sure to subscribe to our show. Follow us on IG and tell us what you think.